and welcome back to another episode of the Known Names Podcast. My name is Carlos Cordova, and I'm sitting here with Enrique De Leon and George Gonzalez. Go ahead and say hi, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's up? This is uh, it's episode 10. We made it to the double digits. Wow. Would have known. We haven't been kicked off the air just yet. So just I know a guy. Going. What are you doing, George, to keep us on air? I don't want to know. I, Hold on, ten? Are we sure we're about ten? This is ten. It's ten. Ten weeks. According that to is ten great. weeks. It's been ten weeks. Yes, uh, carry the one. Um, Time flies is when okay. you're reviewing movies. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's ten. Yeah, I could have sworn there was. Is it ten? I thought it was nine. There, there is an episode. It's in the bank. I hold, I'm scrambling to find it on the cutting room floor. There's pieces all over all over my floor. You know what we should do? We need to get an intern. Seriously, look, just for that footage. Yeah, seriously. To any of our listeners out there, if you are interested in interning at the No Names Podcast, please uh, reach out to us. Um, you can reach out to us on Twitter at no names underscore podcast. Uh, you can reach us on Instagram at no names dot podcast. Or if you're a little old fashioned, you can reach us on email at uh, no names podcast at yahoo.com. Um, yeah, well, you we, can actually we, handle our social media. That is well, yeah, you can do a lot. <laughs> Probably do a lot better than uh, these guys. <laughs> you, I'm juggling. I'm telling you, I don't juggle. So, you know, <laughs> some of us up, jiggle. <laughs> I'm jiggling right now. <laughs> really. I'm speaking for myself, Carlos. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so yeah um, anyone's interested hit us up also too uh, you can listen to us on Anchor you can listen to us on Apple Music and you can listen to us on Spotify so um, to our and fans please, that have... and please save the penis pics okay we don't need them just yeah we got enough of get those. that out of the way just get that yeah. out of the way just George gets that. enough of those already just stop it stop it <laughs> we're begging okay i was kidding george i was just joking jeez george is like i was too busy deleting them i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh here we are 10 weeks later uh, 10 reviews later um feels like forever doesn't it i know i feel like we should have you know gotten a contract deal at this point i know anybody's listening out there it's the freaking kardashians and joe rogan man you know what it was rogan rogan took our slot spotify was like we want no names but then rogan was like hey i'll take it it was rogan all right hold on one second let me just unsubscribe real quick yeah i know I think it was no rogan. trust me he's already got my penis pick and he's already got it jeez carlos my goodness <laughs> sorry <laughs> you know i'm just defending us guys i'm doing it for us George, you got to send them one. Thank too. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Enough. Enough, all penis. Right, enough right. penis talk. Let's go. I know. I know. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, 10 episodes, 10 movies. Um, do you guys have a favorite episode so far? Out of the 10 movies that we have reviewed, what was your most enjoyable movie and what was your favorite episode so far? Enrique? 
Cardinals. Jeez, let me look at my notes here. Suffling through that big journal of reviews. You have a, okay. a roll oh, against? I, I found it. I found it. The Patriot. The Patriot, <laughs> yes. Now, was that your favorite review or was that your favorite movie? Uh, both. Really? I have to go out on a limb, yes. As much as a Patriot, I like to think that I am. That movie was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that was one of the more fun reviews. Yeah, it was so bad it was fun to do. That's what it was. Yeah, exactly. I love critiquing it and uh, Roland Emmerich. This guy. Yeah, well, Mel Gibson in a po- ponytail. Come on. <laughs> Heath Ledger. Wielding a, wielding a tomahawk. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's blockbuster material. What about you, George? Uh, I mean, I liked a lot of them. Uh, I liked, I liked the, the double, the safety double. That was a good one. That was good. That was good. Um, and I think my favorite was probably the, the Zuckerberg network. Favorite episode was the Zuckerberg network. Probably this, the Zuckerberg network. That was a good review. That was a good review. I think that was a good review, but you enjoyed watching the, the safety double feature. Uh yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Let's see um, what our fan let's see what our fans think. Let's look at our uh, analytics here. Yeah. <laughs> I think they seem to love Tom Hanks, Hanks for some odd reason. They love, <laughs> they Tom, love Tom Hanks. Hanks. I think I, mean, to, I think moving forward, this just needs to be the Tom Hanks that, podcast. I know. All hail Tom, Tom Hanks. I tweeted at him, but he never responded. What? What a jerk. What a jerk. Does I he hate that know. guy? Jeez. I hate that guy. I'm just kidding. I love that guy. No, 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 no. I can't get enough. He got corona. I, I, he got corona for a reason. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> I, I do love Tom Hanks though. That guy. He's an animal. He has a new movie coming out, man. I'm in. What's what Count movie is in. that? I bought my popcorn. Huh? Greyhound. Greyhound. What's that movie about? Does it okay? Does it really matter? He's 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 a captain. He has medals on. He has a freaking hat. You could have just said Tom Hanks, and I would have been fine with that. Just say it's Tom Hanks. Pick a profession. That's Tom Hanks. I know. That's Tom Hanks, man. I really think a uh, Tom Hanks podcast would be a good idea. Where we just review Tom Hanks movies. Um, That's like fifty-seven weeks. 57 like a weeks, year. But we could have filler that's episodes where we just fanboy over Tom Hanks. That's true. 57 weeks. 57 shows. Well, I mean, we'd still be in 2020, I'd tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> this year's never going to end. Yeah, it's never ending. Uh, so, yeah, Greyhound. Uh, I think it comes out on the July 10th, I think. On Apple Plus, right? Yep. Okay. I think we're going to have to. No, I'm just kidding, by the way, Tom Hanks, if you're listening, please. Yeah, Tom, Tom, on. we love you. Come on the show. Yeah, please. Yeah, Help no, us we... out. Please. Be a pal. Get, get, definitely get definitely us love that guy. To 10 subscribers, please. Please just. <laughs> we'll take five. Uh, and to the 15 that are listening, thank you. Thank you. Ladies, uh, thank you so ladies, much. especially. Ladies. Thank you very much for especially listening. Especially the ladies. Yeah. Especially the ladies. Yeah. Uh, oh. We did our analytics, and our audience is 80% female. So to the ladies out there, that's all Carlos right night. there. I have to say that's yeah. all Carlos. We're, George, right. we're married men. That's that's has nothing to do with us. It's, it's a sultry taken. voice, man. I'm oh, taking. You're taking. Sorry. Dang. Yeah. 
but sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. But um, we're still here for you. Thank Jeez. you for listening. Well, he's not taking any more. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm taking. Um, but I would say uh, going back to uh, our favorite episodes and movies. My favorite episode, I'm going to have to agree with Enrique, was The Patriot because <laughs> God, did I love shitting on that movie. Um, oh, <laughs> it was just, it's bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And it just makes it great. We need to do more uh, movies like that. Um, but not really. <laughs> um, I know. It sounds like a good idea, right? And then it sounds no. like a good idea until you have to watch the movie. Yeah. Especially when it's like seven hours long. <laughs> if we can just find an hour like and a half bad movie. Um, and then my favorite film so far, I want to say... Uh, bah, 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 bah. I'm going to go with There Will Be Blood. I mean, that uh, was yes. one of my You're favorites. Right. I, okay, how about this? Um, out of a movie that I haven't seen that, that we had to review uh, was Mystic River. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that one up. It was a matter of time you were going to bring that up. I didn't want to do it because then, uh, but That's you brought it up. my favorite lost episode. So, it is. Yes. Favorite. You guys are going to have to wait for the Criterion yeah. Collection to come out. Yes. Episode 100. <laughs> <laughs> if we get to 100, if we get to 100, we, we will release, just release it. it. Yeah. We will. Just release yeah, it. Yeah, we will. Unedited. Actually, you know what? No, no, no. Let, let's take that back. We got to get to a certain amount of subscribers or listeners or something because yeah. we could just do this till we get to 100 and that and have the same 15 12 people, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay so to the 15 of you listening please uh share our content on twitter uh that's no names podcast underscore no i'm sorry no names underscore podcast and instagram uh no names dot podcast uh share our content yeah i would i would say if we get to 100 estimated audience size less less than that we'll do a live show how about how about if we get to 13 okay <laughs> we're at we're at 14 man oh, oh really <laughs> now we gotta release it oh geez <laughs> i need to look nah, at those numbers get... i need to look at those numbers again if we get to 50 let's say 50 50 estimated audience then we'll release the done long loss episode five done deal is it five I think it's five. Episode five. Yes. Yep. Just raw. No editing. Nothing. Just, <laughs> it's just, it's just like the movie. Movies. Raw. Yeah. Just. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, well, this has been fun. Ten episodes. Glad to be here with you guys. Um, let's continue. Hey, we made it happen, right? We've made it happen. I, about it I'll tell you one now. thing. I... Uh, I have to thank Carlos. I really appreciate the production and how the value of the production has gotten up. I think it's every better. episode it's gotten better. It's getting better. It is. Yeah. It is. No, I mean, it's I couldn't do it without you guys yeah. hounding me. <laughs> no, <I'm not> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys beat me up for my lunch money at work. Yeah. <laughs> so we just swipe your badge. That's all we do. man. <laughs> <laughs> While it's still connected to me. <laughs> no, good yeah, job. Seriously, you are getting better, so it'll help you yeah, out for your. Uh, I appreciate right? it. Uh, this has nothing to do with school. <laughs> no, Damn it, Carlos. But I, 
but it has helped me learn a new program. So it's it's been a learning experience from day one, um, even just producing a show, um, you know, just setting up a structure and, and editing. It's, it's been an interesting learning experience. So You can put it on your resume now. I see that. And it is on my resume. So uh, thank you, everybody, for being a part of that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, if you ever go on an interview, yeah. make sure you. That's my second speech. Put... <laughs> <laughs> if you ever go on an interview, make sure you put the episodes where we don't, you know, bash bash the Chinese government, <laughs> where we don't talk about Paul Walker. Yes. Make sure you pick the right episodes. Exactly. Yeah, and and have a sense of humor. I mean, hopefully by now, episode ten, you realize uh, that we have. Uh, somewhat of a dark sense of humor but um it's all in just good fun we're just having a good time um i do want to transition over to our news segment which is a little bit more somber um but i think uh carl reiner who has passed away would be happy that we are laughing right now um carl reiner writer and director um and creator of the dick van dyke show uh, passed away on June 29th. He was 98 years old. You may remember him as Saul in the Oceans trilogy. And uh, he was the writer and director of my favorite comedy, uh, The Jerk, starring Steve Martin. Um, Carl Reiner has been around forever. I mean, the guys, he was nearly 100 years old. Um, I mean, you guys probably remember him just from the Oceans trilogy, but I don't know. I, you guys don't strike me as the type that would watch the Dick Van Dyke show. Uh, I've seen a few episodes of that, and I did see The Jerk. Um, he also directed one of the my favorite movies, you know, growing up. It's like 12, 13. Uh, Fatal Instinct, which is... <laughs> it was a parody of... Uh, Chinatown, Cape Fear, Basic mm-hmm. Instinct, Fatal Attraction. So it had all these. It was kind of like the Lethal Weapons. Yeah, like that slapstick of, comedy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, in, in the vein of Naked Gun and mm-hmm. uh, you know those kind of movies. And it has Armand Asante, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, oh man, it's so good. Yeah, I mean Carl Reiner's style of comedy is uh just so ridiculous and um like i said it's like it's like slapstick comedy um like airplane like top gun um not top gun uh the naked gun series um yeah very different movie uh he also directed summer school summer school yeah no carmen remember that i never saw that you guys never seen summer school no. no. Summer school? No, I, never I guess I'm not that much of a fan. <laughs> Christy Allen? No. 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 Interesting. Really? Um, I just aged myself. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So wait, how well, you never saw it. Did you ever see Fatal Instinct? <laughs> no, it was a parody. I wasn't. Uh... Did you ever see The Jerk? No, I'm not as. Uh, I'm not a Steve Martin fan. That, that was like Steve Martin before he became like fam- family friendly. Like, yeah, even then I didn't like him. Yeah, oh, yeah, enough. I just, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. It's I don't know. It just never corny. thought he. He's got a yeah, I never thought he was funny. Style. 
I mean, yeah. I'm sure he is. I'm sure, but I just never. I wasn't a fan. I don't know what else to say. I just wasn't a fan. I'm sure he's a good guy, you know, but I wasn't a fan. I'm sure, of he team made one. some people laugh. I'm sure, he's a yeah. Oh well, yeah, of course. Don't get me wrong, but summer school. Um, I recommend summer school. But anyways, go ahead. But yeah, R.I.P. Carl Reiner. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry to hear about you. <laughs> um. Oh, he was born in the Bronx. He was born in the Bronx. Oh, oh yes. Thanks, yes. George, for that. Thanks. He's also born in the Bronx. The yeah. Bronx. Yes. Why? Why is that town. important to you, uh, George? That's my hometown. Oh, it is. Uh, oh man, yeah, it is. you're from the Bronx yeah. too, huh? Carl Reiner, one of the homies. Yeah. One of the homies. Oh wait, I'm looking at on it. the block. He's, wait, hold on. He he's Dominican too. <laughs> are you Dominican, George? <laughs> I, I am. You are, what? Hold on. Let me read this again. Call you guys go to the same barbershop? <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, uh, there's another death. Okay. This was uh, last night, actually. Um, Ennio Marconi. Uh, composer of uh, classic spaghetti westerns um, like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, uh, had passed away, and I believe he was 92, 92 years old. Um, he also recently composed Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight, um, yes. and he received his only two Oscars from that from that film. Uh, this is someone who's been in the film industry for years, all the way back to the late 60s, never received any recognition um, in America, I should say. This guy literally has 500 credits, 500 plus credits. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's, I, and he didn't receive his first Oscar until, you know, his late 80s, um, early 90s. It's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, 500, 500 plus credits. Yeah. Can you make 500 different sounds that like <laughs> this no. guy composed 500 different things? That's crazy. I could come up with like two beats in my head. Uh, I know, that's it. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> TikTok. That's the, yeah, that's the extent of my <laughs> And it's probably beats that I've heard before from someone else. Uh, so that's the extent of my music. Um, ability. And also, he don't forget uh, if you're a Metallica fan, he did do the uh, Ecstasy of Gold, which that's the most probably the most popular song that he is known for from the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yep. Metallica would always open up with that. If you heard that, you know Metallica was gonna come on and tear it up. <laughs> he, he literally been in the tearing man. He... <laughs> <laughs> tag him, tag him. <laughs> Ecstasy of Gold, I recommend it. Get it. Listen to it. Ecstasy of like Gold it. is good. And then the theme, the the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, he yep. did that one too. That's one. Ennio Marconi. <laughs> More nice. No. Yeah. Uh, no, you got. You're right on. You're right on. You did a lot better. Italian. Your Italian's hey, hey, better than my Italian, so we'll just it uh, <laughs> It's a spicy meatball. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know. Anytime stop. you pronounce anything Italian, it has to be a deep Italian. You get accent. the fingers. To, you get the fingertips together, right? You. It, if only you could see me right now. 
I <laughs> I hate to kill the mood, guys. <laughs> no, please, please there is one more death that Ooh. I think we should mention. Because uh, they come in threes. Yeah, for whatever they reason, they come in threes. Uh, Nick Cordero. Yes. Um, he's been fighting this plague for the last 90 days. They cut off his leg and like, you know, yeah, he's been in a coma. He's, you know, his wife has been like on social media documenting everything like the last 90 days. And it's just pretty sad how he went out. Um, Yeah, he got it. He got it really bad. Yeah, so you are a downer, George. Jeez. I know, but I, I just we're over here you know, making he's... stereotypes, and you're over here with your sorry guys. I just I I had to mention I you know I didn't want to forget. Yeah, um, and he fought for a while. I mean, he did. Well, he was. I liked him. I liked him as Ryan on The Office. I thought he was really good in that. I will say that's who I thought he was at first. <laughs> um. But he was young. He was like forty-one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was a he was a Broadway actor, right? Yeah, he was. I mean, he had he had some show. He was in Blue Bloods. He had a bunch of TV stuff. Oh, okay. Um, the Broadway show that he was doing is actually one of my favorite movies. Uh, but it was a Broadway musical. It was a, a Bronx Tale. Back to the BX. A Bronx Tale. Star, starring guy. Carl Reiner. This guy. This guy. <laughs> no, no sorry, Carl no, Reiner. I'm on Asante. Or, or, no, Armando <laughs> <laughs> Santé was also Gotti in a movie. God, which was weird. You know who was a terrible Gotti? John Travolta. Oh, you Scott. know what? Curse you, Carlos. That was a terrible movie. Okay, we got to move on. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see it, so. <laughs> so uh, yeah, my condolences to yeah. everyone. Yes, everyone. Nick, yes, of Corderos course. Corderos yeah. and his family, Carl Reiner and family. Yep. I feel bad for Mel Brooks. Yeah, and Mel Brooks' best friend. Uh, Carl Reiner was or Nick yeah. Cordero? Oh, Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner, Carl. yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, Ennio Morricone. Yep. Thank you for the laughs, the music, and... Um, being in the Bronx Tale. Being in the Bronx Tale. Shout out to the Bronx. Shout BX the in the house. Shout, shout out to the BX. The boogie down. Moving on. Writer and director Aaron Sorkin. Uh, his new film, The Chicago 7, was recently bought by Netflix for $57 million. Um, so the reason why this is news is because we're getting a new Aaron Sorkin movie. Totally in. Written and directed. Written and directed. I don't think he's directed anything. I could be wrong. I didn't do my homework on that one. Um, but, you know. His writing alone sells it. Um, the Chicago Seven. Uh, I'm not very familiar with what that's about, um, but either way, I'm looking forward to it. George, do you know anything about that movie? Um, not really. It's it's a. Uh, I'll just read the. Hold on. Did it happen in the Bronx? Then he doesn't know. Chicago. No, it was. Uh, remember the Chicago, the DNC, uh, the DNC when they had the big old riot and. Uh... That's right. Oh, oh, that's what it was. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it that's was right. like seven officers, seven processors. Um, go ahead, play the go ahead, play the trailer, George. <laughs> no, that was. That was <laughs> oh, 
So yeah, it was uh, it was about uh, seven on seven, like cops and the protesters, and then they went to court, and uh, so that's kind of how. That's just the gist of it. I mean, that's what I read. But... Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure it's gonna it be, good. be good. Yeah, should be. He's good at writing court and dispositions, depositions, and all that stuff, man. You know what the most famous line he wrote was? You can't handle. Uh, the truth. You can't handle, you can't the, handle truth. the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's been he's yeah. been doing it for a while, man. He yeah. did the West Wing, yep. like oh, Social wow. Network. Social Network. Yep. Social Network. Uh, the Jobs movie. Steve Jobs. He did Steve Jobs too. Oh, yeah. Who played in that yeah. one? Michael Fassbender. Oh yes, 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 yes. I thought that was a Kusher one. God, don't even bring that's, that up. That's just Jobs. That's blasphemy. Oh, Steve Jobs was the Aaron Sorkin film. Yeah, Steve Jobs. I think the other one was just Jobs. Yes. yes. Jobs, Jobs, Jobs. Is that what you're saying, George? And that's why <laughs> Ashton Kutcher is unemployed now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he is? How come I see him all this, this uh, avocado or what does he do? The acorn or whatever? I see him everywhere. No, no. Ashton Kutcher, right? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding about him being unemployed. I don't know. I didn't see either I movie. Know. I don't know. Is he still with Demi? No, no he's, he's with, with Mila Kunis. Yeah. Mila Kunis. Mila. Mila Kunis. Mila. So he went from... Um, Yep. Yep. He brought his age range down. <laughs> Jeez, Carlos. You want to. Oh, he's <laughs> Not judging. Just saying. It's a fact. No. Hey, my man. Hey. Okay. I mean, with Demi Moore, he's shooting from half court. Now he's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now at least he's in the paint, man. Oh, he's throwing bows right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I heard he had to fight Bruce Willis for. Bruce Willis would have mopped the floor with him, dude. You think so? There's no way. Yeah. Oh, come on. Seriously. You think? You think? Are you kidding me? Bruce Bruce Willis would have said, yippee man. Bruce Willis <laughs> would have pulled his arm off and beat him with it. Seriously. Yeah, just because he's tough in a movie doesn't mean he's tough in real life. Oh. Yeah, that's all I got to say. And I heard he's like five foot five. So, like, jeez. Oh, Ashton gave me a good bonk on the head. Are you kidding me? Ashton no. Kusher? This is just a hypothetical celebrity fight that I'd love to see. You started. I'm all Bruce Willis, man. I think Bruce Willis would mop the floor with him. Seriously. I would say Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis? Okay. Just based on the disc- <laughs> the filmography. <laughs> just based on the filmography, man. I don't even know about the muscles or anything. Just We'll leave it to our audience. You guys tell us. Who? This guy was in the 70s yeah, you show. Who's gonna win? You tell us who's gonna win. <laughs> you know, can we get this on uh, Instagram? Can we get a poll going? Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher versus Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Who, who would win in a fight? Who wins? I'm gonna. All right. All right. I'll we put it on Twitter. We got a job to do, guys. Right. Write, that to... okay. Write that down. Write that down. This is why we need a get the intern on it. Hey, where's it? Can get the intern. Where would he go? Um. Okay. Uh, we are a movie review podcast, thus we must move on to our movie review. Uh, today's episode, episode 10, uh, we are reviewing 7500, the new Amazon original movie starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Wait, 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 wait. You have to put like some sort of 
fireworks or something because this is a new movie another new movie another one another one well another new movie spoiler alert spoiler alert yeah this is it's crazy it's like the last three weeks we reviewed two new movies this is insane (laughs) it's like it's like things are normal again i don't know well um how about this why don't i just uh... finally gonna do thank you uh for 7500 yeah (laughs) good choice enrique well let's get to it let's go you guys seem to know each other we have a boy at home oh i'm sorry are you ready for boarding guys Uh, we were born ready good evening ladies and gentlemen your captain i'd like to wish you a nice day and thank you for your trust in us Guys. Oh, Europe, what's your emergency? We have a 7500. Open the door! Several men attacked our cockpit. We stopped them for now. The captain is injured. Status of the crew, I don't know. They have a hostage. They're gonna kill him if I don't open the door. Don't stop, please. I can't open the door. Let her go. Please. Please, I beg. Please. I'm sorry, but you know that under no circumstances you are allowed to let them to the cockpit. They don't have guns. They don't have knives. If you work together, you can beat them. Okay, you're going to be all right. European 162, what's the status? 7500, directed by Patrick Volrath. Patrick Volrath. Um, never heard of him, but that is okay. Um, this is an Amazon. I think this is his first film. like First film. film. Yeah, he does so, a bunch of short films, but. He has uh, hats off to him. Um, it's a good start. Uh, this is an Amazon original. You can stream this on Amazon Video. Or if you have Amazon Prime, you can find it there as well. Uh, The synopsis of 7500 is when terrorists try to seize control of a Berlin Paris flight, a soft-spoken young American co-pilot, Tobias Ellis, struggles to save the lives of the passengers and crew while forging a surprise connection with one of the hijackers. Sounds like a love story. Sounds a surprising connection. It's a surprising connection with a hijacker. Um, that, I mean, that really sums up the movie. Um, like George noted, this is the first movie that, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levin has done in four years. Um, so it's good to see him back on the screen. Uh, we're going to start with the story. So yeah, it's literally just about a co-pilot dealing with his plane getting hijacked and um almost in almost in real time which is pretty cool it is yeah that is what's cool about it so in real time you were with this pilot while everything is going down in this plane and literally 99 percent of the movie 99.9 of the movie takes place in the cockpit with uh joseph gordon levitt mm. um, where in in the, <laughs> in the just keep going right. carlos just keep going ignore oh, me you, you rewound it so. <laughs> 
All right, uh, Enrique, uh, since you got a lot to say about the cockpit, I'm going to hand this over to you. <laughs> Jeez. That's where it all happens, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, um, what do you think of the story? Uh, actually, I, I, it was surprising enough. I liked it. I, I think it was the way it was more directed than anything, the way it was told that I liked the story. Um, straightforward. It's just, it literally is. It, it just reminds you like if you're literally waiting for your plane to take off. <laughs> so uh, usually you make a right to go to the seats. This one makes a left and you're with the pilot the whole time. So it's really awesome uh, in that sense where it's the realist, the realism of being in a plane. Uh, story-wise, yes, they, they run into some trouble. You never would want that to happen on your flight, of course, right? And so in that sense, it does freak you out. Me personally, you know, I, I don't know. You just never know. I always tell my wife, you just got to be ready. You never know when yep, the shit's going to go down. <laughs> yeah. She's always like, why do you do that? Why? I'm like, you never know when the shit's going to go down. So, uh, so yeah. So it does kind of, you know, ugh, leaves you uneasy. But because, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure we can find other places where you're like the most vulnerable. But when you're up in the air, <laughs> you're yeah, pretty I vulnerable. I, I think so, yeah, so, yeah. So it's uh, I, I liked it. I, I liked the storyline. I thought that was really good. I think that is like one of the uh, most scariest scenarios you can be in is uh, on a plane that is being hijacked. Um, so I think it's like you can't even fathom it. I mean, I, you really I don't can. know. It's yeah. like uh, and oh, they do man. a good job playing it out because I would imagine, you know, that's what it would be like. Um, There's really nothing you could do. You can't run away. Well, they don't hand know, out ask, ask Mark Wahlberg that. Carlos, you stole my joke. It was only one person that could have done something about it. I've had that teed up. I was letting it marinate and you jerk. It just... <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's the only one, man. Oh, just for our audience out there, Mark Wahlberg said that he would have not let 9-11 happen the way 9-11 happened um, if he was on that plane. Yes, uh, he would have been on all airplanes. So if we, if we can just get Mark Wahlberg on every single airplane, um, you know, if we could just clone him, then we wouldn't have to worry about this anymore. Um, George, what did you think of the, the story? Uh, I liked it. Like you guys said, you know, it's uh, very straightforward. Um, I did like the realism uh, in the very beginning when they just showed what these pilots go through just to freaking fly. They press so many like switches and buttons and knobs and screens. It's it was crazy. And I mean, I never flown a plane before, but it looks like that's what they would have to do. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just it was a lot. And I was like, man, this is I mean, that took up like 20 minutes of the movie. It's like an old timey like vaudeville act where they're like pulling the bells and the whistles to like make sound effects. Yeah, it, it was so much. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, and then they have the binders, and then they gotta talk to the people, and it was a lot. But um, I liked it. Also, but the funny the funny part to me was, well, man, like once they take it, once they put it on autopilot, you know, they just. <laughs> Literally turn knobs to get numbers that they want, yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. Like, I thought it was like one? I thought it was like Top Gun, where they're just you know I'm gonna hit the hit the brakes and he'll fly right by. It's just like yeah. no, they just set it aside, autopilot on, 
yeah. you know, just turn this knob there, turn this knob there. Let's see, three thousand. Okay, that one twenty six. Okay, all right. Yep. Take a nap. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I was, you know, like you said, the realism of it. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, um, I agree with everything uh, you guys have said. Um, the one thing that I do like about this movie um, is that it's setting only it only takes place in one setting yeah that was awesome i thought that was awesome man yeah and for a film to do that they really have to get creative you're working in a confined space so it's heavily relying on the acting and um i think joseph gordon levitt did did a pretty good job um but the big thing in this movie that i really like is the suspense it's a very suspenseful movie Um, i think that's what the the cockpit does you know what i mean because it's you're so confined Exactly, and you have a TV screen, and that's all you—that's all you have. And so, yeah. like, it's—it's it's going down right outside your door, and yeah. you hear the banging. I'm talking about when they start getting hijacked. So, yeah, so it, like everything's happening, and you're just confined in this. And I watched it on my phone, and I had my—you know—I had my headphones on. You really feel like—I mean, it's—you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like you're watching oh. the living room, and you're—you know—it's yeah. like, man, they're right there, man. <laughs> No yeah. Joke. <laughs> yeah, and what I like too is like the dialogue besides the beginning of the film, he is only talking to air traffic control and the hijackers. And yeah. that's all who's in play. And he's and just watching play. everything. I mean, there's like yeah. literally nothing he can do. I mean, they, they don't open that cockpit door, so it's kind of like he's watching everything. So um yeah, it's it was pretty suspenseful, man. I you gotta admit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so for it being a low budget movie and you know not really working with too much, uh, they did a great job at keeping my attention, and it was really the suspense that that did that. Uh, I I really appreciate the low budgetness of it. Uh, I mean, the the they spent the budget on the plane and Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Um, because they had no other actors that I can name. I never heard of any of these other people. I never heard of the director, or the writer. I never heard of. Uh, they, they had no music in the in the. Um, there was no music at all in the yeah, movie. Yeah, they did. You didn't hear it. No, nah, <laughs> that silence. annoying sound when you're sitting in the plane and all you hear is a. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like air is coming in from somewhere and it's just pissing you <laughs> off. But anyways, only, I, I noticed that even the even the sound. <laughs> I was like, even the sound you can hear the sound like you're sitting in an airplane. And you're like, what the hell's that noise where's it coming from i know so Uh, but anyways i'm sorry george go ahead no no i was just saying uh it was it was interesting i i really liked the way that they used they turned like their weakness in budget to i guess a strength of the movie Mm -hmm. if that makes sense no it doesn't uh and uh yeah i liked it for that um but it was it was very low budget yeah um, so after four years of being on a hiatus, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's back. Um, what did you guys think of his performance? Because he's pretty much like he's, you know, in a hundred percent of this film. I don't Dude. think there is a scene where he's like not on camera. Well, besides when they show the outside, but I guess, um, yeah, they show the, but yeah, no, he, he's all, I don't know, dude. I, I, I think he's a damn good actor for, I don't know. It's like, yeah. you can't do anything wrong. Of course, I don't, I haven't watched all his movies, so I can't say that. But, um, even when he was on Roseanne, he was the girlfriend or he's the boyfriend, right? Of the 
the chick on Lausanne? No, he was in Third Rock from the Sun. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was Roseanne? Yeah, it was not Roseanne. You're thinking of the guy from Big Bang Theory. So then that's why she became a lesbian. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, jeez. Uh, stop. Stop. Recording. Stop. Ron, stop. Um, no, no, he was really good. I, you know, I think he's a good actor. I, I think he, uh, I, his acting is really good. I really like that guy. Yeah. Um, George. Yeah, no, he carried the movie. Um, a or B. I mean. A or B. What? A or B. Is he an animal or a beast? Oh, he he beasted, man. <laughs> he beasted, man. Dang, that's good. With the crying and the tears, man, and the the scrunched up face because you know somebody got killed. Scrunched, no, no, he no, scrunched no. up face. And also, let's remember that Carlos scrunched up face for the next podcast, next movie. Just a, just a crying. <laughs> come on, he did the crying scrunched up face. I'm thinking of Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Rooney scrunched up face scrunched uh, up face I have to remember that one anyway we'll leave Mickey Rooney alone we will we will. Uh, but George is saying uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt goes through a roller coaster of emotion yes yes that's that's exactly what I was saying yeah he's a Verbatim. beast man. he's a beast yeah no no he did he did really good um, he did. He did really well. I'm, I was impressed. I mean, he had to carry the movie. Yeah. Um, I heard that. Uh, what's his name was supposed to? Paul Dano was supposed to be the pilot. The pilot. And I'm kind of glad that he wasn't. Yeah. Because I don't think I. Really, I, don't know. I think I, I think he would have done a good job. I uh, here's okay. So here's my critique with the acting. Okay. I think anyone could have done this. Mm. There's, there's no real depth to this character. Well, who's the first person in your mind when you say that that can do that character? I can. Anybody can do that. Anybody. Well, who's that, the first person that pops in your that. head? Who's the first actor that pops in your head? Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. No. Carlos. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, man. Come. On. Oh, Mickey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you tired? Um, <laughs> see, you had to. You can't bring him up that's again. That's not your fault. That's Mickey Rooney's fault. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hey, no, he, he sold it, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it involved a lot of scrunching faces. So, I mean, you're right, but I don't think anybody could have done that movie. Yeah, you know what I saw? I kind of just saw this as like an acting exercise, you know, like because there is a range of emotion. Um, they didn't have to get too much into the character, who he was, um, because you're only seeing him like at that moment in time in his life. So, like, everything else is kind of irrelevant. Um, not saying that he didn't do a good job, but I, I don't think this is, like, his best movie. Um, you know, if you've seen him in, like, 500 Days of Summer or um, Inception or Looper, I mean, the guy has, like, range. This guy can can do way more than what you're going to see in this movie. Um it's it's not a, a bad thing that, you know, he played this character, but um, it just, to me, it just overall wasn't anything spectacular. Like, he's not going to get nominated for anything for this. Um, I mean, would you guys, no. would you guys agree with that? Disagree? Uh, no, I agree. 
Um, I I still don't think that I would like Paul Dano in this movie. <laughs> Here, okay, so I think Paul Dano is too good for this movie. Oh yeah, that, really? Know, yeah. And hmm. I think this is good for Joseph Gordon-Levitt just because he hasn't done what in four years. <laughs> but I I do think Paul Dano is is too good for this. Okay, so if they went one on one, toe to toe, no, I'm just talking. Um, <laughs> Bruce Willis, Crumpkins, <laughs> both of them at the same time. Just kidding. Uh, so, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't. Mm, I think I just think Paul Dano doesn't have the look to be a pilot. I just don't think he looks. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like a wet blanket. To me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It looks weird. I don't know. I don't know. It's just because Paul Dano never played anything similar to this role. So I guess he's never played just a regular person. No, you're right. He hasn't. Maybe that's what it is. He always plays these weird, quirky, hunched over guys. I don't know. Yeah. You mean so I maybe that's <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> just want a regular guy man just i just want somebody off the street say hey you a grip straight, come man. here yeah <laughs> love it's there with don't have any... we'll work for free sign hey joseph sit, sit aside please joseph yeah. sit aside let the grip let the grip come over here come here do this do the scrunchy face um i don't know i I thought he did a really good job, man. He, I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he didn't do a good job. He did. But you're thinking job. like anybody could have done it. But I'm just thinking it's just nothing spectacular, and that's not his fault. It's just like that's no, just. I want I want to see your scrunchy face, Carlos. I want to see your I'm scrunchy face. I'm doing it right now. This whole, <laughs> my scrunchy face looks like Robert De Niro. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> constipated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, he did good. Um, but I'm just saying, like, I, I, I would anyone. I, I agree. Come on. His fiance's in there. He has a two-year-old. Come on, man. <laughs> I agree to an extent that I'm pretty sure other actors could have done it. Uh, just not Paul Dano. Okay. Okay. What is it with you and Paul Dano? Seriously. I like Paul Dano a lot. I think he's great. I just. I, not for this. He's not. He's not. He, he's not regular enough. Yeah. Let's, let me put it that way. He's, he's just not. not regular enough. Mm. I don't think to... I don't think you've seen a scrunchy face though. I did, and and there will be blood. That's right. He's crying like a, he's crying in like there. A sniveling little twit. Yeah. Yep. I... So. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair you convinced me. I mean, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Besides the the hijackers, some of who have bigger roles than others um there's really nobody else in this film in my opinion that stands out um there is i guess the, hijacker. Supporting role. the hijacker yeah the supporting hijacker yeah. i thought he had he had an important role um, um omed memar is the actor's name. the 18 year old yeah. yeah yes the 18 year old who was sent to hijack um of course be, being that he was young i mean he saw everything unfold fold in front of him so he you know as any young man would do he you know question what he was doing so i thought he did a very good job yeah he sells it uh but yeah it was just funny to to actually see the hack the hijacking and then all of a sudden um spoiler alert but they get they get in and the plane is literally going down so um that's where this young gentleman changes his mind real quick (laughs) so yeah he was uh down for the cause but when they actually the cause was 
coming at him, uh, nose diving, <laughs> change yeah. his mind real quick. So, um, I, I, I thought he did really well. Yeah, yeah, I'd say I've never, I've never seen that guy in anything else. Um, but yeah, he did, he did a great job for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, is there anything else in this movie that stuck out to you guys? Um, or spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh, he got shot in the head. Oh, was it in the head? Another spoiler alert. It's in the chest. He doesn't get shot in the, in the chest. <laughs> in the <head. laughs> Whoops. He gets shot in the chest. He gets sniped. shot in the chest. He hey, gets, did he that, sniped, didn't yeah. that part seem obvious to you? Yes. Like that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. I mean, you could tell, well, too, they, when he was telling him, you, you get down, like, get, don't do that. You know, he kept telling him, yeah. don't do what he was doing, which yeah. was holding this knife to his his throat yeah. and so he kept telling because he knew i knew it too i was just waiting for it yeah i was waiting for it they told him to open the window yeah oh, they were just things that, just were, like... that were obvious yeah yeah but then yeah. again he's 18 years old i mean he doesn't really know it uh yeah. i don't know if he went to these you know training camps or whatever that they do in order hijack you could tell the other guy did um yeah the other guys were pros there were yeah which is funny though because the other guy the 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 guy that was outside the room that was literally doing the work. He didn't seem like he was, uh, you know, like Muslim, like he didn't, or like, you know, what a, like a terrorist yeah. hijacker. Like he, yeah. he just was like this European guy. Like it was mm-hmm. really weird. That's what confused me at first. I was like, you know, okay, they're hijacking the plane. And then you get behind the real motive of it. And you're like, Oh, but there was that. All right. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't clear at first until, uh, that second guy wakes up from his, uh, his nap <laughs> and uh, <laughs> takes over the plane, and then you kind of realize, okay, who these guys are and what they're doing. Um, well, maybe that guy had different plans than the yeah. two Muslim guys. Maybe, um, but I mean, I think it was you know it's pretty clear that from what yeah. I read about this film, they uh, really based it off of nine eleven, without it having a you know without it being nine eleven. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's it's these Muslim. I was gonna say, was, was it based on something? Because I, it seemed like it was a real incident for some odd reason, but it wasn't, right? I mean, no, it wasn't. It was okay. just from what I read, the director wanted to just pretty much kind of portray nine eleven, but from the the cockpit's point of view, like if it were to happen. Yeah, yeah. and I'm telling you, to me personally, that's what did me in was the actual. It seemed, I mean, I'm sure there was more than one camera, but it literally was like uh, a, just a self, a selfie steady cam, like the yeah. whole time. So uh, I liked it. I, I actually liked it. I thought that was really good because you could, you feel confined and maybe it was a big studio, but you know, you're on one side of the cockpit and then you're on the other side of the cockpit and, but you're like still enclosed, which is, yeah, I, I thought they did a really good job uh, as far as directing that. And, uh, and you just stayed in there the whole time. I mean, that, that was Obviously, except the end, but um, yeah. The as far as directing, I thought that was a really good job directing. Did you guys have a favorite part in the film? Um, for me, my favorite part was when he tells the rest of the um, passengers, like, if you want to stay alive, you guys need to turn on these guys, and they only have glass, and. Mm-hmm then you see like the passengers like bum rush. So, yeah. So over. Um, that part I liked. Uh, yeah. Honestly, for me, my favorite part is when they were um, 
when him and his or the pilot, right? Because he was a co-pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and the pilot were just there, just shooting the breeze. I yeah. don't know why. In the beginning, I just it, thought it that just, was. It just feels real. You know, it does. Like, it any feels... situation like that would would pro- would start like that. Yeah, it yeah. just felt genuine. They were just like, yeah. oh, how long have you been you know flying? Ten years. Oh yeah, me too. You know, and yeah. you know, and then the guy would come in and say, oh, you know, we got this much gas. I mean, it just felt like you were literally there, and I. Yeah. That's pretty cool because you know when you fly, you don't really. I don't really go. Up to no, you don't see that. But uh, it just felt real. Like it was just a camera was there by coincidence, you know. From what I read (laughs) in this film too, uh, it is very accurate portraying the process of, you know, not only uh, setting everything up and going through the checklist before a flight, but Mm -hmm. even uh, during a hijacking situation, um, the way that procedure goes was accurately portrayed. Um, So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's just something you wouldn't really see. Um, should we rate this movie now? Are we there? Uh, Have George? we reached that point? Uh, I've been debating. I think I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, I'm going to give it a six. Um, while I do like it, uh, just the like the low budgetness of it is what you know. There's a lot of things you don't you just don't see. I I know that it's supposed to be in the cockpit, but you know, he tells the passengers fight or whatever. You don't really see what's going on there. Yeah. Because it's, it's only like from the point of view of the pilots. But the movie was literally only Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, they killed everyone. Everyone died in the movie. They had no <laughs> no budget for anyone else. <laughs> well, okay. Go ahead. Sorry, George. It's true. They, they killed the pilot off in the beginning. The main pilot. They killed the girlfriend. They killed the other guy. They killed everyone. I, uh, I counted four spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all died. Yeah. They all died. Yeah. He's right. I though. mean, you don't watch right. the movie. You don't really watch the movie for. No, you, you know what's gonna happen. You already know what's gonna happen. So, but you're right. right. There's no twist. Uh, so yeah, and I noticed the lack of music, which in the beginning, I you know, I thought there would be some sort of tension building uh you know some music that to build up to that but uh after i noticed that i, I kind of agreed with the choice to not have music that makes sense yeah um but yeah i give it a six i think joseph gordon levitt carried the movie and it's that's why six six for me sounds good enrique Mine was slightly different. Uh, I gave it a 7-1. I know that's kind of high, but everything that... All the reasons why George didn't like it is why I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I I liked the confinement of it. I I loved Joseph Gordon-Levitt acting on it. I loved that it was just took place in that room. All you had was a TV screen. Uh, the realness of it, I just... I, it, it Literally, I was like, okay... That is awesome. I don't know. I just, I like the realness behind it. The passengers that were late, you know, that delayed the flight, they were debating if they should take the suitcases off or not. You know, you're just like, so that's what goes on. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there was more, there was a lot more people, I mean, obviously, but um, the fact when they were pounding on the door, I mean, it, it just built that suspense where like, you know, and then you see the camera and they're holding people hostage and they're, you know, I don't mean to spoil it, but they're going to do some evil. And, you're, there's nothing you can do, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so he's just stuck. And 
all he has is the radio tower and that screen and you just have to bite the bullet and just you know so i it talking about it is just very suspenseful i love the directing of it the acting was great very simple story it was an hour and a half only in and out you're good yeah 7.1 you said yeah 7.1 7.1 it's good um i'm gonna go with the six um it was an enjoyable first watch i don't think i will ever watch this movie again um i've watched it twice um I saw. <laughs> You're like it has to be longer. Let me watch it one more time. <laughs> I watched it the second time for the purpose of this of this episode. Um, but there is no rewatch value in that movie. Um, it's if you haven't seen it, it's it's thrilling. Um, it's it's suspenseful, which is you know I think the driving force of the movie. Um, but once you get past that or you know what's going to happen, um, th- there's really not much more that stands out to me. Um, I will agree with Enrique, the, the realism and just working in a confined space, it's impressive. Um, but once you get over that, th- there's really not much to it, um, for me at least. Um, and, and that's why I gave it a six, which I, I don't think is a, is a bad score, but... Um, yeah, just well, I didn't walk let's away. Let's face it, it's not there won't be blood. There will be blood. Nothing will ever reach that. Nothing. So But yeah. also but I mean to me the time was 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 good cuz it we always what's our number one complaint? <laughs> yeah, they could have shaved off about 45 minutes. Yeah, no, you no, know, no, I the, do agree. The, the timing was, was good. Great. Yeah. The timing was great yeah. and that's why that's why I was like, man, that, okay. But you know one thing you you brought up a good point, Carlos, regarding the um rewatchable uh you know, like if you would watch it, we, we should. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't done that. <laughs> we should score that. Would you watch it again? You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's a good point. I think that that to me kind of determines how good a movie is. Because if you're excited to see a movie, you know, a second time or a third time or a fourth time, then I think that really shows the value of how good it is. Um, just, I mean, just like with anything. Um, but yeah, this movie just didn't have it for me. It's no good, fellas. Not gonna watch it for, you know. I'm not Seven hundred two times. I mean, not that I counted, but yeah, not that you don't have a tally on your wall. Of how many times you watched it? <laughs> yeah. it's greatest movie of all time. But anyways, um, um, but yeah, I mean, we averaged what a six point six point five, Um, so yeah, not bad. Good job. Welcome back, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. We hope to see you uh, soon in uh, the Chicago Seven. So. Keep it coming. Um, as for this director, um, hopefully, you know, we see more stuff come out of this guy. Um, well, you know, the funny point. thing you said about the, about what well, you guys were talking about, the budget. I mean, the guy did, all he does was short movies. This is like his actual first. Yeah. Know. Yeah. No. And, and to so that, yeah. Tip you can tell he used that to his advantage. I mean, yeah. you know, that's not a bad investment. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> out of being low budget let's in, hope indie filmmakers because indie. they know how to work with less and with less, exactly and they kill everybody off right george because yeah. it's they cheaper. kill everyone off <laughs> cheaper. spoiler Remember, alert. spoiler alert. at the end there's people on the tarmac that are running out so yeah. not everybody dies but um, that was actually real to save them money they actually set up this scenario to have real 
you know, first responders show up. And it would have been more impressive with a headshot, but that's just me, whatever. Yeah. They couldn't hire the sniper to do it. <laughs> they couldn't hire the it, They yeah. just had, they had a, a little ketchup packet hooked up to a firecracker. You think they would have got the sniper <laughs> from uh, Captain Phillips? Yeah. I'm the Captain Phillips. No. God damn it. Uh, you see, he always rears his beautiful I, face. I'm, He's like a cloud over my head. I'll tell you one thing. If Tom Hanks was in this movie, this movie would have been a true story. This this is like a cross between uh, like Sully and Captain Phillips. That's uh, the movie. I figured yeah. if Tom Hanks were to play this role, it would have been a, a cross between Sully and Captain Phillips. Let me see. Gray hair and glasses. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yep. Perfect Tom, Tom Hanks. You never know. Hey, Joseph, if he starts making more movies, Joseph might be the new Tom Hanks, man. Hey, he might I don't be. Know. I'm gonna go out and let me say that. I think that's how good of an actor he is, man. I really think I really like him. He's a really good actor. No, I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think he's good. Favorite Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, Enrique? Come on, really? The Dark Knight series. The Dark Knight series. All you mean minutes of him. The Dark Knight Rises. What did I say? Returns. <laughs> He was in, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Oh, he was in Dark Knight uh, yeah. Rises, right? Which was he? Was yeah. yeah, that was that was the only one, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have to Robin, say, man, come on, jeez. Yes, and yeah, I would, I would have to say, I think it's Inception. I'm gonna say Looper. Oh, I forgot about Looper. Yeah, but Inception's really good too. I still say Inception. Yeah, I'm still gonna go with Looper. You know what? I lied. I just looked at <laughs> Don John. That was my. That was mine. Don I actually John. bought that. I even bought that DVD. Directed that movie. Huh? Yeah, he did. I even bought that DVD. I have it in my movie I collection. Saw, I saw parts of it, but I couldn't get over um, him being a Guido. Freaking Tony Danza. Oh. I just like. I just oh. don't. Like oh. Oh, Samantha. <laughs> Samantha. Put a longer shirt. Jeez. Hide the legs. Gosh, dang. Did you guys ever see The Night Before? The Night Before. No. Nope. Oh, you know you know what I was looking at before we got on? It's a Seth Rogen. Go ahead. No. I, yes, is that where he shaved his head? No, it's no, 50. that's oh, that's fifty fifty. It's with uh, Seth Rogen and um, Anthony Mackie. I heard it was. They're funny. like friends. Yeah, it's pretty funny. No, I didn't see it's that. It's the night before Christmas, and they go on a drug filled adventure. The one I was really bummed yeah. out about him was the uh, GI Joe series. <clears throat> the Rise of Cobra. Uh, GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. Yeah, Does it become Cobra Commander. There was potential in that. Oh man, there was wasn't there? Yeah. Growing I, up as I a kid, like, if watching I, it, I yeah. would have totally done a different job on that. I'm not a fan of reboots, but if we can get a reboot, I'm I'm on board with GI Joe. Come on, they totally massacred Destro and Cobra Command. It just yeah. like weak, and then they just uh, well, but that's for Sienna another Miller. that's for another episode. Sienna Miller just uh. well. Guys, this is uh, episode 10. That's it. We did it. We did it. We've made it here. This is a milestone. Double digits. Pop that champagne. You know, 
we're here. We made it. Let's make it to 20. All right. 20? 20? Yeah. 20 it is. You know what we could do? We could just skip episodes 11 through 19. We'll just go straight just to record 20. 20. <laughs> Not like we haven't done that before. Um, so, yeah. Everyone, thank you again for listening. This thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The No Names Podcast. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at nonames.podcast. Find us on Twitter at nonames underscore podcast. If you're old school, email us at nonamespodcast at yahoo.com. Tell your friends, tell your family um, to listen to us. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Apple Music. You can find us on Spotify. We're here. Google Podcast. Google Podcast. Don't forget Uh, to rate, subscribe, like, follow, rate. Rate, 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 rate. Comment. We will get back to you. We will get back to you. Tweet. Let us know Ashton Kusher versus Bruce Willis. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that up on our Twitter. Okay. Uh, I'm telling you, it's Ashton Kusher. Telling you, (laughs) it's Bruce Willis will grab his long hair. I'm telling you, stuff it. All right. Yeah, Ashton Kusher has nothing to grab. (laughs) He's bald. He's got nothing to grab. I already see it. (laughs) No, I'll put that on Twitter. Bruce Willis will famously say. Welcome to the party, pal. Here's Will to have to put down his cane. Uh, Find a wall to lean on. I can't believe you're talking about... I can't believe you're talking about Booch. (laughs) Bruce Willis was John McClane and the Hudson Hawk. I mean, come on. (laughs) He He also killed somebody in the boxing ring. You can't forget that. True. Yes. Yes. Pulp Fiction, George. Yes, I know. His name I was, said yes. His name was Pooch. Yeah. What, what does that stand for? We're <laughs> American, sweetheart. Our names don't mean shit. Oh, and last thing. Go ahead. Last, 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 last. Oh, I was just going to say, if we get to 50, <laughs> estimated 50, 50 audience, uh, 50 people listening. Yeah, uh, we're at fourteen right now. We'll release episode five, five, five. Yeah. the long lost episode, raw, uncut. I'll open the time capsule. We'll uh, yep. we'll pull it out, and so, you guys will really not like us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll lose fifty. That's why we have to get at least fifty. We can do it. All right, fifty is a number. That's it. All right, till next week. Oh, well, first all of right. all, thanks, Carlos, again, oh, producing, pfft. editing. No problem. Georgie, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, guys. Anytime. Thank you. Oh, thank yeah, you listen to the intro, the intro song. That's a good stuff right there. I like that. Oh, yeah. George, you want to shout out our intro? Shout out to your little, to your homie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I have a homie. <laughs> I have my homie. He's in, he's in the Bronx. He's in the BX. Oh, no wonder it sounds good. Yeah, he he came through. He gave us he gave us a couple of beats, and we decided on the one in our intro. Uh, Geo the Recon, find him on Instagram uh, and Twitter. He's in a rap group, uh, the Joint Chiefs. Focuses mainly on 
smoking pot. <laughs> can Geo we find them on uh, uh, the Joint Chiefs? We can find huh? them on Spotify. We can find them on SoundCloud. Yeah, Apple Music. Apple He's, Music. He has albums out. Apple Music. The Joint Chiefs. The Joint Chiefs. Geo Chiefs like, like Chief Keef. <laughs> joints, joints, and Chiefs. Get it? Get it? No. Chiefs. All right. I like that. It's a, it's a play on words. It is. Yeah. I was a fan of the. I was a fan of the chief. Chief. You alright? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I stopped it before. Okay, okay. I thought you were having a stroke. You smelling no, hot? No, I was just I was a big fan of the chief queefs, but whatever. Oh. <laughs> Glad you stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> alright, guys. That's it. Thank you, folks. Thank you, everyone. Until next week. Alright.